0: Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Resting Place Tampa. We hope you feel honored, empowered, and full of faith because of what you've heard. For more resources like this, check out trptampa.com. You know it's going to be serious? I got like three books up here and, and my iPad. Not even totally certain what I'm going to say yet. Thank you. Um, so leading up to this, all right. I'm gonna try and go fast. I got 15 minutes. Okay. Leading up to this, there was a lot of opposition to of what I was even gonna say. Um, I put a lot of pressure on myself from just speaking last time. Obviously, speaking in a church like this, uh, where everybody's extremely hungry, and <clears throat> every time I tried to put my time and my due diligence into writing something down, something came up. Even to the point, at one point I was here, I was at the church, I had a good two-hour block where I'm like, I've done all my work here, I've cleaned, I did everything, I'm going to sit and I'm going to just put my notes together. I had little thoughts here and there. And Caleb comes out and goes, man, I need to blow off some steam right now. Like, all right, he's like, let's get the ping pong table out, and that—that that is, uh, honestly, that hundred and twenty-dollar ping pong table has played a good part in keeping this church together. Also, uh, at sometimes it's almost ripped it apart with me and Caleb, uh, and then he bought a new paddle and got all fancy and stuff. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I was like, God, this is not being a good steward of my time. This is I'm playing games, I do whatever, and I said, what do I need? And the Holy Spirit said, go play. Go play. I will take care of it. I will release whatever needs to be released. This morning, I get here, and I'm just about ready to sit down and start going over some of the notes because finally Friday at like 11 o'clock at night, Holy Spirit just started pouring out so much stuff. And I was up to almost 2 in the morning. I'm like, I'm not even going to have enough time to release all this I might have to ask Caleb if I can you know, do the next week or whatever and so I finally have what I know I'm going to speak on and i am saying this morning I'm about to go over it and genuinely needs help putting the signs out and I'm like at first I was like there's gotta be somebody else that can do this and the Holy Spirit's like just do it it's going to be okay I'm still doubting. I'm still in my head of like, no, I'm not taking care of what God's given me. I'm not stewarding this time and this word well. And then even up until right now, and Caleb, he said, all right, well, just make sure we're done at this time. I got, you got 20 minutes. Okay, well, now you got 15 minutes. I'll give you five extra minutes. I'm like, there's no possible way I'm going to get all this stuff done in 14 minutes. So. The amazing part is when you trust the Holy Spirit, you guys are going to hear exactly what you need to hear today. I'm going to give you all that you need to know. And it might be different from what's in the second gathering. I don't know, but right now you're going to get a very condensed version, but it is going to be exactly what you all need to hear. And so Amanda, I don't know where I'm going to go in the notes and and all that. So when I knew it was Amanda back there on the the AV, I was like, it's going to be all right. I don't even put the the right screens in the right places, and I just throw it in there and tell her, "All right, it's in the computer somewhere." Uh, that's the extent of my computer knowledge. Um, what I want to talk about real briefly is so I have met somebody very recently that has just so drastically—it sounds so cliche—just changed the course of my life um, through her obedience to God and. Vicki, stand up. I want everybody to know here. Vicky Picarelli, everybody. She is such an amazing, amazing woman. She gave God her yes, and I don't even know the whole story, because it was a very new relationship, and the very beginning of it, we couldn't talk to each other for 48 hours. Uh, I went on the silent retreat that uh, that Vicky has started, and now is, is coming, you know, partnering with TRP. And... When I went, you know, Caleb had gone on a silent retreat not too long ago and told me how amazing, and how refreshing. And I felt very much in the same place that he was. I could see it on his face. I could see the, uh, you know, the unrest. You know, definitely, it didn't seem that he was operating from a place of rest. And you know, it's kind of hard to be at the resting place if you're not operating out a place of rest. And I was there. Uh, even in my counseling, I told him, I said, dude, I'm just ready to slap some people. Like, I, I, I'm... I am not feeling extremely pastoral. I told him, my pastoral cup is empty right now. And that is a scary place for me to be because that is not who I am. Um, And so he says, I think this retreat is coming at the right time. And so when I I went on the retreat, God just put this pain in my gut. One from my family, that was a huge part of God was just showing me not that we have a bad family unit, you know, my girls, everything is good, but he just showed me how much more it can be, how much more I can balance my life out. And well, one of the things I, I really asked him, I said, how do I grow in desire? How do I grow in desire? How do I get closer to somebody, something that's already inside of me? I can't do anything to get closer to him. But I still just to be honest, I still had these feelings. I'm like, at times that I'm just like this baby Christian, and I see the relationship that others have with Him, and I'm like, God, I I want that. I want that so bad. And I read and I do these things, for, you know, to preach on, on Wednesdays and on Sundays. And but I want this desire. I don't just want knowledge. Like, and and that's what I kept and I wrote down. I said, how I wrote down in my journal, said, how do I grow in desire? And I just left it at that and I didn't know what to expect fully at this retreat uh, I really, you know we were gonna be quiet they take your phone um, you have complete disconnect from the outside world and a beautiful uh, retreat center and I have a terrible sense of direction and we walked to you know, the, the meeting place it's the last place where we're going to talk, and our house was a little bit removed outside of the camp. And I knew, I was like, crap, I am not going to know how to get back here. <laughs> and I can't ask anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and so we go and, you know, we go into worship, and they took my phone, they passed the thing around, and I just, even though I knew I was giving my phone up, I I didn't know it was that fast. Like I was like, I kind of wanted to have like a glass conversation or a Facebook like or something that I could. Okay, we're good, but it just I let it go. And so we do that, and then I had so many questions, but I was scared to ask some of them because they seemed like I was like, where do we eat? Where do we? What do I? I don't know anything. And she's like, and Vicky prayed us into silence, and I'm like. And so I sat for a minute, and I'm like, I'm just going to watch where everybody goes. (laughs) But there was two separate houses, and nobody was walking towards our house. I knew the general direction. So I go, and I start walking, and I get to this roundabout, and it's just trees. And I'm like, I know it was somewhere here, but I don't see any path. And I look through with kind of thick trees, and I can see my house on the other side, past this field. I'm like, I'm not real big on all the stuff Florida has in the trees here, (laughs) in the woods. And I'm like, man, I need to get back to my house. So I said, all right, God, I'm just going to go. And I'm not going to scream if something comes out because it's a silent retreat or whatever. And so I step through the trees, and once I get to the other side, this beautiful open field and I see my house, I was like, thank God, nothing got me. I made it through the trees and I look over and about 20 feet to my right, but it curves in this way is the opening to where the, the, the path to actually get in. So I was like, all right, whatever. And I start walking and then I hear the trees rustling a little bit and I look back and I see Tracy doing the same exact thing that I did. And I can't say anything because silent retreat. And uh, so I'm just kind of watching her. I'm like, oh, that sucks. I just did that. But now we know. So that was the beginning of my silent retreat. And I'm going to read you guys something. Uh, Holy Spirit, just take over. This is my journal. just gonna go. Day three. Took what is probably my last trek through the woods this morning. While walking the open trail I see a rougher, less traveled terrain. I already know where it goes because I already walked it yesterday. While While on what is a familiar trail to me, I notice myself scanning left to right up and down like a sniper. Looking for any danger that may be around. I hope this is okay, Vicky. You're about to find out. I have my gun in a zipped pocket in my backpack, and a knife in another. <laughs> I do have my concealed carry, just so you know. I think to myself, maybe I should get these out in case anything goes down. And in my, extreme, in, in my extremely aware state of silence, I hear this small voice in my head say, what are you doing? I'm being aware, duh. <laughs> God said, no, you're being distracted, fearfully distracted. He goes on to say, just enjoy the walk. I'll keep an eye out for you. Fear keeps me from enjoying the simple things that God has for me. This was all the way at the end of my sermon for today, so best for last, I guess. Fear, fear, fear will keep you from God's beauty. But beauty can keep you from God's purpose. Let me explain. I was being fearfully distracted from the be- i was in the woods it was a, a trail that i already knew i knew what it had for me i knew there was nothing there this is a youth camp like it, it it was gorgeous out there and i am walking with my gun and my knife and just just in case anything comes out at me and fear was distracting me from the beauty and from the voice of God, just the things he wanted to start saying to me. That fear, being fearfully distracted, will keep you from God's beauty while you're here. Fear is a lie. It is false. Do not give in to that because you will miss so many beautiful opportunities in your life. You will miss so many beautiful things in your life by being fearfully distracted. Now, there is also the other side of this of being beautifully distracted. And this is where I find a lot of people in the church are beautifully distracted by ministry, by the, the hope of doing what I see that person over there doing or doing what's going to make me feel good right now. Or, you know, some people, they they feel called to a specific place or a specific ministry. But like I could be used by this. I could be used by that. I'll give you an example. Me and Gigi, we, before all of this started with the resting place, me and Gigi have been living by faith, walked away from our jobs for about five years now, and in a time where it, it wasn't a, okay, well, we have money doing this, so now let's do this. No, no, it was God told me, you create the space and I'll fill it. And that is what I have had to go on. Even now, for almost six years now, I have created the space. I cannot feel all four walls around me. Financially, but God has filled it every single time. I don't just eat ramen noodles every night. I love ramen. Only the blue one, only the the oriental one. But we eat good. But in that time, God, an opportunity arose to have everything I thought I wanted. And I, I, I think I've told this story here before, but for those of you who haven't heard it, you know, me and Gigi, we got offered. There was a ministry in Fort Lauderdale that Gigi would go down to. maybe she's actually going there, you know, in, in a couple of weeks, she still has great relationship with them and she would go for a weekends at a time, it's a four hour trip and she would minister and every time we were there, you, you guys got to move here. You got to, what would it take to get you here? And that's something that... Honestly, me and Gigi have heard many times. We go places people get excited. And and honestly, what's so scary about that question is because I think it's like, do you like what I just did for you right now? Or are you actually hearing the voice of God and saying that this is where you're supposed to be? Are you are you being beautifully distracted by what I did today and attempting to possibly stop me from my purpose and the purpose of who is actually supposed to be here leading your, your <laughs> ministry with you? Because, Yeah. Gigi could set up in a cardboard box and that worship is going to be banging. It is going to be amazing. Anywhere. It doesn't stop just because it's not here. It's beautiful everywhere. She's beautiful everywhere. But we were waiting on our purpose. I didn't, I, would, I never let. We have turned down so many good opportunities Beautiful opportunities, financially benefiting opportunities because the beauty didn't match the purpose. And so I was ready. I told Gigi, I sent her this, that last weekend. I was just, I was just ready to be in full-time ministry. To be honest, I wanted to get out of my job. I worked in an oven. It was a hot, sweaty place, lifting heavy stuff all day long. Driving out hour there, I was like, God, I know this is what I'm meant for. Gigi went, I said, you know what? As much as I love Tampa, as much as I love all this stuff, I shot high. If they offer you this number, we will move. I'm going to take that as a sign from God. She goes, she calls me back that night, and she says, I said, did you, did you talk with her? She said, I didn't even get a chance to. She showed up, and they said, if you and Jimmy move here, I will pay you this much. And it was the exact number that I gave her. And I was like, we made it. I'm moving to Fort Lauderdale. And that night, I went to bed. I had already given my two weeks notice in my mind. I was ready. I had it all planned out. Like, I am done. I'm going to pack up myself. I'm going to move to Fort Lauderdale. I went to bed. God said, you're giving your two weeks notice, but you're not moving to Fort Lauderdale. You have too much equity in Tampa to pull out now. That beauty did not match up with your purpose. And so I gave my two weeks notice and we stayed right here. And I am in my purpose, my beautiful purpose right now. Don't be distracted by beauty. Fear will distract you from the beauty of God, but beauty can distract you from the purpose of God. Make sure no matter how it looks, take it back to God. Take it back and say, is this for me? Is that beautiful thing? They have a beautiful ministry over there. They're doing great and phenomenal things. That was not for me. Just because somebody else is doing something great, just because something else looks great, Doesn't mean it's for you. Doesn't mean it's for this time. Do not be beautifully distracted by the shiny things. Just be driven on what God's purpose for your life is. Period. I love you guys. I went one minute over. I feel like I got out what I needed to say. Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Resting Place, Tampa. We hope you feel honored, empowered, and full of faith because of what you've heard. For more resources like this, check out trptampa.com.